Hey guys, this is FJ. So, as we all know that uh, recently, um, you know, these multiple attacks took place in France, in, in Paris. And uh, in the first case, it was, it was a Pakistani dude who carried out this stabbing attack. Um, and uh, he managed to um, seriously injure um, at least two people, right? And um, that Pakistani dude, um, he was in France because he claimed asylum over there, right? And this guy, he lied about his age, right? Um, he, at the time of claiming um, asylum in France, he, uh, he said that his age was, what, 15 or 16, I guess? And probably 15. And... Um, but at the time of the attack, he said that his age was 18, which was obviously not true. French authorities later on found out that he had lied about his age. His original documents, which they found in his cell phone, because this guy was pretty dumb, you know. He he didn't know that Charlie Hebdo, um, you know, they have moved. So he, he thought that Charlie Hebdo, their staff, is still present in that particular location right which is their former office they are not present there anymore um but so he was this dumb and he obviously uh, kept his real documents uh, in his phone which uh, french authorities later found out and they discovered that this guy is 25 years old right so so this was the first attack and then the second attack took place uh, you know after a few days we we had this uh, Chechen jihadist um he was a teenager uh, and uh, he carried out this attack um he beheaded uh, an innocent teacher a completely innocent teacher who had absolutely done nothing wrong um he was just giving a lecture and he was trying to educate um the students on free speech and you know all of that but he was brutally brutally beheaded um, and uh, his his uh, severed head uh, the picture of his severed head he, you know that was circulating on jihadist channels and jihadists around the world they were celebrating this attack and uh, so this 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 attack took place recently and look First of all, obviously, um, I condemn both attacks. Goes without saying. But more importantly, um, look, France obviously will do whatever it needs to do to, you know, take care of this uh, problem, right? Um, and uh, look, France has a very old um, tradition of free speech and uh, if, if you talk about Charlie Hebdo it's a satirical magazine and uh, for those people who don't know about this um, France has a very unique culture of satire right um, it's I would say it's 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 also different from the satirical culture that we find uh, in other Western countries right um, the, the satirical culture of France is it is it is more provocative right as compared to uh, some other western countries right and uh, because of this language barrier that exists because you know charlie hebdo they published their stuff in french language 
and because of this language barrier um, most outsiders who do not know French who do not know um, the cultural context of what's being said right in French language they assume just by looking at the pictures of cartoons and you know whatnot they just assume that it is racist and you know it is it is um, it is it is insulting although it is not like that I mean sure it is provocative right it is but at the same time um, they also lampoon Jewish leaders they have also done that they've also lampooned uh, Christian um, priests you know in the past and all of that stuff so I mean the the kind of satire that Charlie Hebdo engages in um, in the context of French culture French society French tradition of free speech it makes perfect sense right it is not something odd right and by the way for those who don't know Charlie Hebdo is a left-wing publication it is not a right-wing publication okay they have criticized and lampooned new Nazis and all of those people right they are actually left-wing so this is not even about that but it you know what it doesn't even matter if they are right-wing or left-wing the point is that whatever they publish it is perfectly you know uh, legal under the French law that is the bottom line right sure if you don't like it don't read it right if, if you don't like what Charlie Hebdo publishes then do not go and buy a copy of Charlie Hebdo it's as simple as that but to go out in the street and to behead someone right that is I mean I want to say that is unacceptable but I think that would be an understatement because now that this has happened there is going to be a reaction like I said that France will do what it needs to do right for now there have been several raids against Islamist extremists uh, several Islamic centers and mosques they have been raided and um, they are going after these Islamist extremists and by the way let me tell you this France has a bigger problem with Islamist extremism than let's say USA or UK right um, probably another country you know I would say which has a similar kind of problem with Islamist extremism is France I would say that would be Sweden right or that could also be Belgium right so these these particular European countries they have a unique problem with Islamist extremism and let me tell you why that is that is because of the left-wing policies of these um, of, of, you know of, of the governments um, of, of these countries obviously past governments right um, so that's why these countries are really facing this problem because their immigration policy is so pathetic and they have been so 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 much lenient um, towards these Islamist extremists that now they are paying for that you know so France also has a huge problem with Islamist extremism there are so many um, you know French jihadists who travel to Syria and Iraq and they joined uh, Islamic State which we also call Daesh right and um, and obviously there are still many many more Islamist extremists in France and 
one more thing i want to add to that in france like in many other western countries including the uk the prison system is not it, it does not appear to be working with at least with these islamist extremists because when these islamist extremists go into prison right they most of the time they come out being even more radicalized than when you know than at the time when they went in so so clearly this prison system whatever is going on behind those uh, you know huge prison walls um i don't know but obviously it's not working right so france has this problem and but now france is it appears to me they are they are being somewhat serious about it finally i mean they should have um, you know um, started uh, being serious about it long ago but i guess it's never too late they are now being very serious about this thing and you know they're they're um, carrying out these raids um, they're planning to expel um, few hundred islamist extremists and i've been told that this number will increase with time um they're planning to expel these people and obviously like i said um in my earlier podcast but that was in urdu and this this podcast is mainly for my english speaking audience the thing is that there's there's a very easy way to take care of these islamist extremists even if they are french citizens even if they do not hold any other kind of uh, passport right any other country's passport even in that case you can just revoke their citizenship and you can basically enter into a deal right uh with the um, you know one of these smaller countries and some of these countries are basically island nations and these countries uh, you know they, they are they are always looking for some money and because you know their gdp is not that um huge and you know they always need some outside help right and so you, if you go out and if you talk to these, some of these countries and if you tell them that hey you know what we are going to pay you this this sum of money and in exchange for that we are going to need you to take care of some of these uh, islamist extremists you know because we are done with them right we don't want to deal with them anymore we just want to get rid of them because we care about the lives of our people right and we are certainly not going to change our culture for these people right so you go out you enter into a deal in one of uh, with one of these countries right um and you hand over these people to to these countries and you also pay some money to them right to the governments of these countries and they will be happy to take care of these people right they will be more than happy to take care of them so there's this easy way to do that you don't need to um you know because i saw some right wing french people um talking about uh, you know basically crushing democratic values and you know ignoring democratic values and you know doing all kinds of stuff with muslims look muslims are not to be blamed for this there are so many french muslims right now who are coming out and condemning this beheading this brutal beheading uh the grand um the grand mosque in paris the imam of that mosque right uh the prayer leader of that mosque he uh gave a statement and he said that um there's no no place for this kind of violence in france and <coughs> excuse me for that 
he said that there's absolutely no uh, place for this kind of violence in France and he also called on other imams across France to come out and to be vocal about this and to try to dismantle um, this uh, deadly ideology of Islamism which is political Islam right um, so like I said French Muslims they're doing their best okay it is not their fault you don't need to condemn them you don't need to hate on them um, there was this attack that took place a stabbing attack two um, Muslim women were stabbed uh, by two other women who were not Muslims and some racist slurs were you know uh, uh, delivered by these uh, attackers basically and um, so i condemned that attack and because look there's no place for this kind of violence either okay there is no place for anti-muslim violence in the west anywhere in the west okay we have to be very clear about that we cannot charge sheet all muslims for this okay what you need to do is first of all you need to take some short-term steps right to save lives you need to take care of these Islamist extremists who are known, right? I am not even talking about discovering new Islamist extremists. There are Islamist extremists who are actually known to the intelligence agencies of um, these Western countries, right? Obviously, also France. So, you kick them out, you revoke their citizenship, right? If they have uh, family members who are um, supportive of them or um, who are their immediate family members and you know uh, for a fact that they are partners in their crime, you also revoke their citizenship, right? You enter into a deal with another smaller country, preferably an island nation. You give them some money and you hand over these Islamist extremists to that island nation and you tell them to take care of them right for the rest of their lives and then you start taking some long-term measures and in those long-term measures what you need to do these western countries especially france they need to look inward because look how the hell are pakistani sunni muslims claiming asylum in the west in france and how the hell is 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 that being approved how the hell are they being allowed to 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 actually do that and and then their requests uh, they are they are they are uh, accepted that is completely insane look pakistani you know sunni muslims they are not oppressed in pakistan okay you are not giving asylum to Pakistani Christians, Pakistani Hindus. I know Pakistani Christians are living in terrible conditions right now in Thailand. All of those Christians, they claim to, you know, asylum in these uh, um, European countries and their requests have not been accepted, uh, you know, even to this date. And they're living in pathetic living conditions in, in, in Thailand. Okay. So how the hell is this happening? Right? You're not giving asylum to those who actually deserve asylum. You're giving asylum to these Pakistani Sunni Muslims who are not oppressed in Pakistan. They have the ideal system going on in Pakistan, right? Which is which is according to their ideology, right? They want blasphemy laws. Well, guess what? Pakistan has blasphemy laws, right? So why the hell are they not living in Pakistan and instead, you know, claiming asylum in Western countries? So obviously that means that they are 
not actually refugees because first of all pakistan is not a war zone right and these people are not oppressed they have no trouble in pakistan right they can oppress other people in pakistan but nobody in pakistan oppresses sunnis okay so except other sunnis okay if 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 a sunni is being oppressed in pakistan it's probably being uh you know done by some other sunni okay that's the way it goes so you are giving these people asylum so obviously they are not refugees they are economic migrants they are interested in 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 earning you know in in these western countries and some of these people also have other intentions they probably want to get married to to a white girl or something you know those are those are also the the kind of things you know that there are taking place in the west and they've been taking place in the west since a long time it's nothing new so but clearly they are their life is not threatened in pakistan they do not deserve asylum there are many other people from other communities in pakistan christians hindus um you know uh, atheists and um even shia people sure they deserve asylum right but if you're giving asylum to these pakistani sunni muslims i mean that makes zero sense to me okay so <clears throat> so the western countries the west has to look inward as well because clearly your governments and your immigration system especially is pathetic it is it is rotten to the point that it is not working and it is getting your own citizens killed right so you have to look inward you have to make amends and these are going to be long term measures right so i think uh, this is this is something that needs to be done uh, western countries need to be more uh, sensible uh, with their immigration system you have to be more sensible about who you are giving um nationality or you know residential permit to i mean i understand when it comes to study visas right i'm all for that but when it comes to work visa when it comes to um uh, immigration when it comes to claiming asylum i think you should have um very sensible policies for that kind of thing um that's just what i think because unless you actually do that we are not going to be able to take care of the problem how many people are you are, are you really going to expel you can expel 1000 you can expel 2000 really are you going to go beyond that so these are short term measures right expelling people revoking their citizenship raiding uh, these um, islamist extremists in claves right these ghettos that's those are short term measures what you also need are long term measures and one of those things that you need to do you know in that category you need to be very clear about who you are giving uh, the migrant status to who you are giving uh, the refugee status to you have to be very clear about that right because if you don't do that then in the long term you will continue to face this problem of islamist extremism you need to be you need to quit being apologetic first of all right and you need to do what's best for the people of your country what's best for the taxpayer 
you know so that's that's uh, you know something that needs to be done and um, I just want to add one more thing before I end this episode look if you uh, over focus on short-term measures right and if you are just doing the short-term stuff and if you are just ignoring the long-term stuff it's in fact going to cause more problems not going to minimize the problem it will probably cause more problems for you okay so you need some short-term measures you need some long-term measures it, it needs to be a combination of that and uh, that is the only thing that is going to work okay so anyway my my thoughts my best wishes are with the people of france um and uh, but again i will just request everyone uh, who is really listening to me especially from france please please do not target do not charge sheet do not condemn the entire muslim community because you guys especially in france you have amazing muslims who are doing some amazing work including in your military including in your security services okay and don't alienate those people okay it is not the fault of muslims it is the fault of islamists it is the fault of islamist extremists it is the fault of jihadist terrorists it is also the fault of your past leaders your past governments okay so you need to look at the bigger picture just don't just you know end up looking at the smaller picture okay because that's just not going to help okay you need to look at the bigger picture you need to understand that in this fight your best ally are actually muslims okay that's your best ally so do not do not do things which are just going to alienate those allies okay cherish those allies and you know celebrate them understand that there are many muslims who do not support this act of violence which took place recently in paris there are many muslims who who have condemned it right who who obviously do not appreciate cartoons of islamic prophet but at the same time they also know that this is something which is completely legal in france and they need to respect the french law and they need to respect the right of their uh, fellow countrymen to draw whatever the hell they want to say whatever the hell they want right and there are those muslims you know who who, who understand all of that and they have condemned this senseless act of violence so french people you need to celebrate these muslims you need to embrace these muslims you need to encourage these muslims you need to support these muslims including financially if it's needed and uh, they will they they will deliver results for you okay so in this fight with you know against islamist extremism jihadist terrorism you cannot fight this fight alone you you need to have support of muslims with you okay so do not alienate them do not go out and attack um innocent muslims do not go out and call um uh, racist stuff 
to, to, to innocent Muslims, okay? They have done nothing wrong to you. They have done nothing wrong to France, okay? So respect them, okay? Remember, human rights are for human beings, okay? And Muslims are human beings, okay? Your fight is against Islamism, which is an ideology, a political ideology. Islamism does not equal to Islam. In fact, Islamism is often in direct contradiction to Islam, to the religion of Islam, okay? So, Islamism is a political ideology, just like Hindutva, right? Just like neo-Nazis, right? Neo-Nazis have, have, have their own political ideology, just like that. So, your fight, your struggle is against this political ideology. Your struggle is not against Muslims, and your struggle is not against Islam as a religion, okay? Just try to understand this, just try to differentiate between all these things, and you're good to go. Alright, so this is what I needed to say. Take care. Bye-bye.